Hey guys, that awesome live Shake It Off cover you just heard was from Eric Hutchinson, and he is a great singer-songwriter that I just saw open for Rachel Platten on her Wildfire tour over the weekend. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Honored to be here. Talking swift. Yes. You know, I've been a fan of your music for a few years, but it was really just the Shake It Off cover that put it over the edge for me. Well, that's why we're doing it out there. It's it's kind of fun. I, I lead into it from one of my songs, and it's it's kind of just been a fun kind of remix thing. We didn't do it the night you were there, but a lot of times we then take it from there. We do the Shake It Off, Shake It Off, and then we go into Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture, and we turn oh, it into a, a, a Hey uh, Outcast cover for a minute. So that's like a fun little thing we do. Yeah, I really just, I love the whole set, including that. And actually, it's funny because when I went back and looked at some of your stuff, I realized that you did the theme song for the ESPN Fantasy Focus podcast. That is true, yeah. I don't know if you knew, but we actually collaborated with them. It was almost three years ago now, which is crazy, but they were talking about some Taylor stuff, and they found us, and it was fun. But so tell us more about what you're doing now. I know your last album came out in 2014, but you just put out a new single and you're on tour. Yeah, I'm finishing up a tour with Rachel Platten, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, we got like another week or so to go. And then this summer I'll be doing some dates with Philip Phillips and Matt Nathanson, as well as some Europe stuff, just trying to stay busy. And then, yeah, sometime this summer, I'm not exactly sure when, but soon my new album will be coming out called Eric Hutchinson is Pretty Good. Yeah, I'll hopefully have more details about that soon. Very cool. And I remember you mentioned during your set the other night, you sang your newest single, which is Anyone Who Knows Me, and you said how I'm going to take a risk here and play something new that you guys might not know. How did you, how, how's that been going, putting that in the set list? Yeah, it's kind of like my power ballad song, and um, it's been good. I think that the reaction's been really strong from the from the crowds, and um, it's a song that I really was moved by when I wrote it. I kind of wrote it twice. I wrote it the first time when I was, like, breaking up, and then the second time I kind of came back to it when I was falling in love, and, and so it sort of has more of an optimistic slant to it instead of an angry slant. And it's just uh, it's a song I really love singing so it's been nice to be able to finally get it into the into the show and so would you say that the songs from your new album have a similar sound to that one or is there any sort of theme going on it's definitely a more soulful album there's a lot of like gospel and kind of reggae soul stuff and um i'm singing harder than i've ever sang really and i really wanted to just take it up a level and uh i think Pure Fiction was like probably my most pop album, and this new one's going to be like my most soulful album. Yeah, I love the pop sound of Pure Fiction. Every song, no matter what the song is about, I feel like it's just a great song to dance to and puts you in a great mood. Thank you. Well, I think the newest stuff will be that too, for sure. I think it'll be soulful and feel good. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. I produced it myself for the first time, which I never tried before. And it was just a lot of fun to do. And I'm excited for people to share it. So would you classify yourself in the pop genre, or do you sort of like to be more fluid? Yeah, you know, I I come from a world where I grew up listening to the Beatles and Stevie Wonder and Billy Joel and Michael Jackson and Paul Simon, and that was all pop music, and that wasn't a dirty word or something. So yeah, I only think pop music means that it's music that's made for everyone to enjoy, and that's definitely what I'm trying to do when I make a song. I want a song that speaks to me that hopefully everybody can like. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of what Taylor said when she put out Shake It Off, which was obviously at the time her poppiest song that she's ever had. 
you know, it was inspired by what she'd been going through with critics and things like that. But also she said she just wanted it to be a really fun song for everyone to dance to at a wedding or something like that. Yeah, and it's pretty amazing when we start that cover. People know it so instantly. It's pretty amazing just from the very beginning. It's fun to see everyone kind of get into it. We had, we've had we had horns out a couple of the nights, and it's fun because we have the horn players play on that part too. Bomp, 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 bomp. Oh, yeah, that definitely adds something to it. Yeah. Well, what is just a typical week like for you right now while touring? Do you do a lot of writing on the bus and writing in the middle of the night and things like that? Um, no, I've been really finalizing the little little details. It takes so long to get an album out. It's crazy. It just takes time to get the, the artwork done and the photos approved and all that stuff. So I've kind of been like finalizing all that stuff during the day and then doing my shows at night. And yeah, that's been that's been good. So it's it's I like being on the road because it, it sort of like keeps me focused. But it also I like to say I live a reverse rock star life. When I'm on the tour, I'm I'm pretty boring. I go to sleep <laughs> before anyone else on the bus. I don't really drink or party or anything. And I just it's mainly about resting and taking care of myself so that I can sing and jump around out there every night on stage and do it the way I want to do it. But then when I go home, I'm kind of like on vacation, so I tend to party a little more at home. <laughs> Yeah, I think that sounds like a good balance. Um, I was curious about your upcoming album. Can we expect any collaborations with anyone? Uh, actually, there's on the album, I toured last summer with Pentatonix, and I thought they were so cool. And uh, I asked Kevin, who does a lot of the beatboxing, he's also a fantastic cello player, um, if he would do some remixes. So there's going to be two remixes on the album that are going to be bonus tracks that are my songs stripped down, but then with Kevin beatboxing on top of them. And- oh, awesome. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, they have such a great sound and a really fun vibe to them, similar to, I think, your music. Their fans were super, super into what they were doing and really fanatical. So it was cool to, like, it was just, I had no idea how rabid their fans were. It was crazy. Every night was just, like, screaming, like the Beatles were there. <laughs> well, your fans seem pretty excited, too. I know when I went to your merch table, the line was, like, a mile long. Yeah, it was a good show, and it was a weird little setup there. It was funny because there was this long line of people waiting to meet me, and I overheard this guy, and he was like, he had his daughter with her, and she didn't really want to come over, and he was like, come on, honey, you're going to want to meet this guy. He's going to be famous one day. And then he saw <laughs> the line, and he was like, ah, forget it, the line's too long. Let's just go back. And I was like, oh, you give up that easily? Come on, man. Yeah, I was in the line for a while, and I got a lot of questions of, what is this line for? Is this to meet Rachel? Oh, it's to meet Eric. Okay. And then people, the line just kept getting longer as the night went on. But that's awesome that you have the chance to get out there in between your set and Rachel's set and meet people that way. Yeah, and I I like getting to go out and and say hi and take pictures. And I've also been selling these. I didn't have them the night you were there, unfortunately. We sold out, but I've got a new shipment coming in. I've been selling these candles that... I developed and they're great. They smell. They're called. The scent is pretty good, and they're all organic. And then when you oh, finish awesome. burning them, it. when you finish burning them, the the glass that it's in becomes a bourbon or a drinking glass. So it's sort of two two things for one. So I really like it, and I'm gonna start selling them on my website soon because the reaction's been really strong for that. So that stuff's been fun. I've just been like coming up with creative ways to have a cool souvenir from the show. Well, you did have limited edition Polaroid pictures you could purchase, and I got one of those. Oh, you did? Yeah, cool. That's that's a fun idea. We do every night. We take, depending on how many people are coming to the show, you know, we'll take between three and five Polaroid pictures, and then I'll sign them and date them. And I don't know. To me, it's a cool thing. Like, we always take them inside the venue somewhere. It's a cool 
souvenir and reminder of the show. Yeah, I'd never seen that before, so I I grabbed one right away. It was very cool. Great. If you could put together like your dream tour of anybody you wanted, who would be on it? Um, I would love to tour with Sarah Bareilles. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I'm going to see her musical waitress in a couple weeks. Fun, yeah. I've been dying to see that. And then I don't know. I'd love to, Billy Joel's been doing a lot of shows. It would mean a lot to me to be able to do an opening. He's been having people like Gavin DeGraw open for him, and I would love yeah. to open a show for Billy Joel. Would mean a lot to me as he was really one of the people I looked up to and wanted to be like when I started making music. And I don't know. I'm having a good time, just kind of trying some different stuff out though. And I think one of the things I like doing. I, I when I first started playing, I did lots and lots and lots of opening act stuff, and then over time I started doing more headlining. But the last year has really been you know, let's go make some new fans and try some new stuff. And I like that challenge of going out to a crowd that doesn't care and hopefully getting them to care by the end of the set, you know, and really fighting for their attention and and showing them that, you know, me and my band are going to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely think you accomplished that in Chicago. The vibe of the room just seemed to really be convinced. Cool. Um, and then another thing I wanted to ask you was you support a cool organization, which is Operation Smile. And tell us a little bit about that and how you got involved with that. Yeah, Operation Smile is doing work, especially in third world countries, where they're doing surgeries on cleft palates and stuff that here in America is really easily fixed these days and costs only $240 to for an operation in other countries. But a lot of times people just don't have it. And uh, I was invited to come perform at one of their fundraisers, and I just I saw, I saw all this stuff, and I just thought, you know, gosh, it just put such a number. When I would go to dinner or buy something or go to the movies, I was like, that's, you know, these movie tickets were a tenth of what it could cost to fix somebody's face and change their life forever. And so I was really just kind of moved by that and tried to get behind that. And the organization is just really great, and they're starting to just do more and more and as they grow. Awesome. I think it's great seeing artists give back and, you know, you sort of have a platform to get the word out. I even saw on Twitter that you were offering to give away tickets to some people if they made donations to the organization, which is a great idea. Yeah, that's been a nice way. Like if it's sold out or something, if I have guest list spots, I've been offering people that. And and even if you don't have want to come to my show, you can still donate. It's at operationsmile.org backslash Eric Hutchinson. And I'm trying to raise my, my goal is 2400 dollars which would be 10 surgeries so that's 10 people's lives that would be fixed in a major way so if you want to make a donation you definitely should check it out so that was operationsmile.org yeah backslash eric hutchinson i have my own page set up that you can donate through cool and do you want to let everyone know where you are on twitter and everywhere like that i'm on twitter instagram facebook all at eric hutchinson and uh, i'm pretty active on on instagram and twitter so yeah if you want to check me out that'd be cool you know i definitely post stuff from the tour and from the studio and whenever i'm doing other stuff and i did have a fact for you that i thought you might find interesting i have a connection to some of taylor's band oh really yeah so melanie niema is one of her singers and she's she's been out with her i think for like two years now or something and melanie she started on sang, the red tour yeah, exactly. Melanie sang on my album, Moving Up, Living Down. She sang on a bunch of songs, and she appeared with me on David Letterman and a couple other TV shows. And, and whenever she's in town, which hasn't been that much lately, she'll usually come sit in with my band, The Believers, when we do our shows in New York. So she's been a good friend. And I was actually in Miami when they were down there, so she got me tickets to finally see the 1989 tour. So that was really cool to see. Oh, awesome. 
just the spectacle so of it all see, and everything. Um, yeah, you I had Pitbull, Pitbull and, Ricky and Ricky Martin at that show. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah, I'm jealous. Excited. It was pretty fun. It was just amazing to see the spectacle of it all. But I didn't get a wristband. I was pretty bummed. I don't I don't know. Someone took ours before we sat down or something. Oh, no. That's a bummer. Yeah, that was so cool how she did that. I have way too many of those wristbands as souvenirs. <laughs> that sounds like it was awesome. And that's very cool that Melanie sang on your record. I'll definitely keep an eye out if she pops up at any of your shows in the future. Yeah, and she's a really great singer on her own and, and is doing some stuff. So definitely keep an eye out for her. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and this was great, and we'll definitely keep an eye out for your new album. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.